Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're at, whatever you're doing. This is the Rooted Wife Podcast, and today I kind of wanted to talk about something from a different viewpoint, Um, because it just kind of like came to me the other day when I was reading about plants um, and fish. (laughs) And... um, so, first I'll start off by, <clears throat> pardon me, first I'll start off by saying that I think we can all agree that when we look around um, on social media or just in our world with friends, families, um, there's this real inherent natural pull and calling that people are having towards depth, healing, growth, um, and just realness. And I think that's because we can no longer avoid looking around and seeing the fact that um, our society has become extremely sick. Um, Whether that be physically sick in our bodies, whether that be mentally sick and um, spiritually sick as well. I am and just kind of like disconnected and and just very unsettled, not in alignment, you know, um, a lot of internal turmoil, I would say. So with that being said, um, it's it's obviously caused me to dive in more and think about why that is, um, where it's coming from. And I mean, we would be here all day if I went through all of the various reasons why I believe society has become so sick. Um, but nonetheless, we're here for a specific discovery. So the other day I was reading about um, alkaline herbal medicine Um, and it's basically it's a book about reversing disease and heal the electric body. Um, Everything has energy as we know every living thing has energy flowing through it um, that was another thing that I read. This is a sidebar from a different book was how the sun produces the most amount of energy to earth, which is, which is going to be another dive because there's another connection there that the Holy Spirit wanted to, uh, elude to me. So, um, for this topic though, I was reading this book, um, really good book by the way, and the author was talking about how he was trying to replicate a ecosystem for a fish inside of a fish tank and um, just like, kind of like the difficulties with doing that. And so first things first, if you do not know what an ecosystem is, um, it is a complex and predetermined order 
to maintain a healthy environment that supports the existence and continuation of life. Okay, of that specific species. Um, So you could like imagine a perfect circle just spinning perfectly around. Okay, beautiful running ecosystem. Um, And now you can imagine that circle kind of getting a little bit distorted and wonky and trying to move around. Um, And that was kind of like my visual depiction of what I see dis-ease, disease as. So a dis-ease in the circle, the smooth running circle of the ecosystem. Um, But this would be in the context of our bodies, right? How we see disease in our bodies, in our lives, in our minds, etc. So... Anyways, that is what an ecosystem is, okay? A complex and predetermined order to maintain a healthy environment that supports the existence and continuation of life for that species. So, and there's thousands of ecosystems, you guys. When we look at bugs, you know, insects reptiles all types of animals all living things essentially even plants have their own functioning running ecosystem that works in a specific order um that keeps them alive and humans have one too i think we have A very, very complex one. Probably maybe the most complex ecosystem of all living things um, on Earth. And um, the reason I say that is because it's not just in terms of what we eat. Because we have a soul and a consciousness. There are eco... Those things are their own ecosystems as well. There are specific things to maintain our psyche there are specific things to maintain our physical structure um and so forth so i hope that you understand what i'm saying um so but we never think about this right like obviously like (laughs) typically it's not like we're taking our kids to school or like running errands doing the thing cleaning our house yada yada and thinking that deeply about life um But I think that we should pause and we should because we are in our lives. We're living them, right? Like we're currently trying to figure out how to properly manage our internal ecosystem. So we should know that we have one and we should know what it consists of. Um, And the the requirements of our ecosystem to help keep us healthy. So... Um, an unhealthy environment is a result of going against the predetermined order, which ultimately brings unbalanced and proliferation of disease. Disease, right? Because if something in the ecosystem chain is thrown off balance, 
it disrupts the overall health. So the analogy that this that I got from reading this book about this man in this fish tank <clears throat> was that he had this fish and he had plants. He had everything that he needed um, to recreate the fish's um, natural environment, right? Um, but there was an imbalance somewhere in, in the tank. And what he had noticed was that the plants seemed more hardy in the unfavorable conditions of the tank. Um, and it was because of the structure of the plant, the ecosystem of the plant, right? Um, and so because it became hardy in unfavorable conditions, it gave time to the fish so that the environment could eventually balance out and be back in favorable conditions for the fish. So the plant's nutrient composition and specifically their phytonutrient makeup helped protect them against the unbalanced pH of the water, the environment, etc. And those fish ate off of those plants and consumed their phytonutrients, which strengthened the fish and its immune system and added a defense against the toxic environment. Okay? So, that ecosystem and the specific plants that were used to be around that fish worked together and for the benefit of the fish's survival so that it could be protected from the unfavorable conditions that it was currently going under. As the water was changing and it was getting balanced out, the plants in that ecosystem sustained the fish. Are we following when I'm laying down? Okay. And uh, he says in the book, um, consumption of plant life is necessary for the survival of animals on land and sea, directly or indirectly. Right? Every ecosystem is still connected to one another, including our own, including the human species. We know this because we're starting to realize that when we connect with Earth, right, there's a positive and negative charge that go on throughout our body that neutralizes us, that helps our physical state, helps with anxiety, it helps with depression, being in nature. The types of foods that we eat, we're realizing that they play a significant role on different organs of our bodies that certain plants have the ability to cure ailments and detoxify our bodies we're also noticing that amongst each other we can exchange energies between each other and that there's also 
a way in which to healthily exchange that energy from one to another instead of in a negative way. Um, We see this with attitudes if someone's having a bad day that could easily run off on to you or to someone else unless you are being internally fed through a different avenue, through a different source that's not dependent on the reactions of others. So even that, like we are learning so much about how we are, our ecosystems are fundamentally connected. And this is what made me think about scripture and God um, and his word. And the Holy Spirit clearly showed me this because I didn't come up with this myself Um, Because I think it's quite fascinating, actually. Um, These were some of the questions that I had. I had was. Is consumption of God and his word necessary for the survival of humanity? Right. Is his word a predetermined order that maintains us and our internal ecosystems? such as every other ecosystem has a predetermined order that was already in place and structured for that survival. And if we want to remove animals, plants out of their natural ecosystems, we try to mimic and recreate those ones so that they survive. So for us, is God's word a fundamental portion, requirement, need for us to know so that our internal ecosystem is maintained and runs healthy. Another question I had is, is God's word the phytonutrients? that we are to eat upon when our ecosystem is off balance, such as the fish. Right? The conditions that the fish was in were unfavorable and could have caused its demise. However, because the plant a significant part of the plant's ecosystem was also there. And because of its natural character, the natural character of the plant, its natural composition produced a phytonutrient that specifically helped protect the fish and its immune system. Incredible. Incredible. So is God's word the phytonutrients that we are to eat upon when our ecosystems are off balance and i mean there are thousands like i said there are thousands of ecosystems within the world that were designed to also work in unison with each other which means there is an ultimate intelligence that designed all of them And 
it, this led me to, I'm like, okay, well, what does scripture say? Like now what does God's word say in reference to how his word is supposed to be implemented into our lives? And so I'm like, okay, well, where can I find this? Right? So I found examples of God being essential in our internal ecosystem. Y'all, I'll just say this. I'm going to pull some things, but I'm just going to say this. Read all of Proverbs. Start with Proverbs. Proverbs is like the most practical, um, like day-to-day in your life, practical solutions, practical um, guidance, okay? But I'm going to pull some things from Proverbs because y'all are going to be like, what? Um, Let me just go to it. I'm going to skip to it. Give me a minute. Proverbs, there we are. Okay, so the value of wisdom. So Proverbs 2 2. Okay, and also Proverbs 2 20. The value of wisdom. It says, My child, if you accept my words and treasure up my commandments within you, making your ear attentive to wisdom and incline your heart to understanding, if you indeed cry out for insight and raise your voice for understanding, if you seek it like silver and search for it as as for hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Okay. So just even to break that down, he is literally saying, if you accept my word and my commandments within you, this isn't even just like a, a mental belief, right? This isn't like a, um, a metaphor. This is literal, quite literal. And, and it's, that's another thing that kind of astounds me sometimes is people say like, don't, you know, the Bible isn't meant to be taken literal. It's extremely literal. I, I don't understand why people say that. Context is everything. And like, clearly there's certain stories set in certain times that we aren't to just remove from their context. But it is to be taken extremely literal. His word is very literal. Okay. What was my other one? 511 Proverbs 3 21 to 35 The true security So I'm going to read the true 
yeah, the true security Proverbs three twenty one to 35. It says, my child, do not let these escape from your sight. He's talking about his words. Keep sound wisdom and prudence and they will be life for your soul and adornment for your neck. Then you will walk on your way securely and your foot will not stumble. If you sit down, you will not be afraid. When you lie down, your sleep will be sweet. So <clears throat> he's literally saying his words will be life for your soul. Does that not seem like an essential requirement for your soul's internal ecosystem to function so that you can walk on your way securely in life, in your path in this world, so that you can walk into any room without lack, without anxiety, without with riddled with lies. What else? If you sit down, you will not be afraid. If you pause, if you sit down, you will not be afraid. When you lie down, your sleep will be sweet. We even have a thing in our society of, you know, what keeps you up at night. Haunted dreams. All of this stuff. Your consciousness. Can it rest soundly in this world? I'm going to go to another one. Page 512. Proverbs 420. Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? Yeah, here's another one. So this is about keeping on the right path, okay? It says, my child, be attentive to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them escape from your sight. Keep them within your heart. For they are life to those who find them and healing to all their flesh. That's quite literal. Because we we have evidence of this. We have evidence of this of God's words being healing to the flesh and essentially 
um, helping you also rid yourself of your flesh. When you do get into his word, you organically and naturally want to turn away from your flesh. And you, and you actually want to heal your flesh because his words do that. And we have clear proof of this. I know I certainly do. And do not let them escape from your sight. And I find that ironic, not really ironic, but um, purposeful in the times that we are in. Because a lot of what we are seeing around us... Um, there's so much deception, you guys, going on. It's not even funny. We know this. We can feel it. We can feel it. Like, we're not dumb. Um, we have that inherent ability in knowing for a reason. Because we are made in the image of God. And um, he said we would not be left to our own, you know, our own devices. So... I just loved that. My child, be attentive to my words. Incline your ear to my saying. Do not let them escape from your sight. Keep them within your heart. For they are life to those who find them. And healing to all their flesh. It's beautiful. It's truly incredible. And so, if God's word is essential in maintaining a healthy internal ecosystem, then I do see why there is so much pain and sickness and suffering going on amongst humanity because a lot of people believe in a God but they don't believe in the God of the Bible. Um, they don't believe in the Son of God, that he came and was crucified um, for our sins, the sins of the human race, okay? Because I know a lot of people say, like, I didn't do anything. He didn't die for me. Um, that's not true. And so, we understand at some level, some cosmic level, that there is a God. Frankly, people believe in multiple gods. There are multiple gods, and um, they all lead and hold the key to certain things, right? Like we have a sun, we have people, there's sun gods, there's love gods, there's this, that, the other thing, like so many different things, right? And everybody um, believing in an ideological god of a religion and our god the father of the human race, the creator of all life, is not a human-made religion. We don't have the capacity to 
simplify our creator down into a box of our limited reasoning based on our mental capacity. It wouldn't make sense if we could. And that is acceptable to majority of society because there are no rules and there are no ways when you believe in any kind of God. But when you believe in a God, the God of the Bible, it means that you understand that there is a predetermined order for us. You understand that God isn't our enemy, that we aren't left here alone without his word and guidance, that a father that created all life wouldn't just leave his offspring to a world being ran by evil, Satan. It just wouldn't happen. And so, interestingly enough, what this led me to to believe even more than I already did was that um, you can't have science without the existence of God. And science is the studying of God's creation. And that's what it should have been. Not trying to recreate, fabricate, fake and false solutions to problems that wouldn't have existed without these supposed solutions if you pick up what i'm laying down overall everywhere in society like i don't know how we got to this like It's like a societal narcissism of this belief that we know everything that's going to happen, that we can plan things, that we can destroy the world for one, that like, like we're, we can do that, that um, world wars and... All of these things are the things that are in control. Um, there's just there's just so much so much lies and it really it it it, it bugs me because uh, it bugs me because I truly and genuinely love humans. And I really do. I don't think that you can um, love and serve 
God, the creator of all things, and not fundamentally love humanity, humans to your core. Because the goal and the purpose would be to glorify God. by helping heal and produce health amongst his his very creation and you know our world is so caught up in not believing that he would leave us a word and that that the word in the Holy Spirit wouldn't be enough to reach all of us. Because this is the thing, you guys. Like, I have so much experience. I have, meh, ish experience with worldly religions, okay? Ukrainian Catholicism, um, just Christian schools, you name it. Um, Jehovah's Witnesses, so many different things, but it was never, these things weren't like practiced within my home, like with my mom. She didn't, we didn't practice these like worldly religious stuff. Um, but I did have a Bible and I read my Bible. My mom always read her Bible too. So it's not like there was this indoctrination of a religion. If anything, I saw the hypocrisies when I read the Bible and I got experience with many worldly religions was hypocrisy. And what that does for people is it makes them turn away from the word. Instead of distinguishing the difference between the world and the word. And that the truth of the word still remains the same regardless of who is saying it. Even if the one who is speaking it is a hypocrite. Because quite frankly, then none of us would be able to speak the blessings and the beauty of the Bible to each other because we would be hypocritical. But that's the entire point of needing God's word is because we are valuable. We are sinners. We are susceptible to being led by the flesh, by our emotions, by how we feel, by lust, love, greed, anger, rage. Because we're susceptible to being taken outside of our original design and purpose. Which ultimately and fundamentally hurts ourselves and those around us. You know... 
my safe space my entire life has been God, the Holy Spirit. Because I I know for a fact I have truly, that the Holy Spirit has truly been in my life, my entire life. My entire life. There's no ands, ifs, or buts. There's no... When I go back into like so many different scenarios, so many different memories and um, things that I've experienced, there's just no way that God was not there. And... Uh, I see so many things like lost hope of just like settling of like this is just what it's gonna be then. This is just this is just life. This is just how humans are. This is just how we feel. This is just this is it. Like this limiting thing and it's it's disheartening to me because it's it's lies. It's lies. There is freedom found in your faith. And in your perseverance. And in your knowing that there is a God that specifically created you to be here for this time. And it's easy to get distracted and feel like, what's the point? In talking about this? What's the point in discovering this? What is the point? Believe me, I I ask myself every day. But the point is God. The point is humanity. The point is the human race. The point is creation. The point is love. And the point is truth. And the point is, is that if we're going to be here on earth doing anything... then let's let's friggin turn this place around let's heal let's give healing let's let's get real let's dive in enough of the surface stuff right like enough of the stuff that just does not matter let's let's really live let's really love Let's really be healthy, not just cover shit up all the time, not just la 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 la, this is what it is, toxic, toxic everywhere, and you, it's just like, generationally. No. We can't be doing it. So anyways, I went on so many different random things, but uh, I hope you guys enjoyed my fish analogy. I hope you are inspired to dive in. Um, The Bible I read is New Revised Standard Version. Um, There's many different (laughs) versions. Versions. And um, different ones do matter. So 
definitely look into that, but I read the new revised standard version. Um, and so far, I love it. I would love to have the original uh, Hebrew Bible um, but uh, yeah maybe one day <laughs> maybe one day I'll get it who knows I would love that I would love to study it I would love to learn Hebrew actually um, oh my gosh you guys even that too like there's so much world history <laughs> crazy anyways um yeah I hope that kind of was fun I hope that was fun I hope it like changed a perspective or opened one up or if not like I don't know I just hope you enjoyed it <laughs> um yeah chat with me send me a message uh, leave me a comment I am going to put this up on all my platforms and I will catch you guys in the next one Alrighty. okay stay well stay blessed Bye.